Welcome everybody to Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything that we're called to be. We love you. We're your co-hosts, Kevin Lushla and Donovan Donnell. And let's just dive right in. And once again, if you've been enjoying this whole journey with us, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Shoot us a like, shoot us a message on our Instagram page at Imagine Faith Talk. We would love to hear from you because we are trying to learn all together. Donovan. What up, man? 2023, bro. Yeah. I already started, by the way. There. You already there. Wait, you already started your 2023 today? Yeah, why not, man? I figured, hey, listen, you talk about us asking for permission to do things. Listen, if God is already up there, I'm going to be up there with him. You know, I'm celebrating right now. There's things. He's a he's a God of foresight. He knows the beginning from the end. So whenever he deposits something within my spirit that's prophetic, it's my due diligence to start stewarding it now. You know what I'm saying to you? I don't have to wait until everybody decides collectively as a community that we're going to transition into this. No, when God starts speaking to you about a thing, it's your responsibility right then to do whatever you've been called to do in that season to steward that seed and then just take it one day at a time from there. Bro, I am so impacted by that. It's actually what I feel like I needed in this new year to be able to start this off fresh. Because what we wanted to do for this is kind of just talk about from our own personal lives, what are we looking for in the new year? There's been so much that's happened in 2022. We're still trying to come out of a global pandemic. Inflation. (laughs) It's been tiring and it's been hard. It's been difficult in so many ways. And I know that there's also been blessings from it. But what can we look for in our own personal lives that it's going to help set us and root us for 2023. I still have to believe, and Donovan, you got to correct me for this, man. I still have to believe that God is in the nebulous. God is still in what's difficult. God is still in what we can't see. I still have to believe that even if a new year is coming. You know, it's, it's interesting about that because you say he's in the nebulous. Whatever we decide to call that thing, is what we've decided to call that thing. That's not necessarily what God called that thing. We sometimes call it a struggle. And God said, this is just training. We say this is suffering. God said, this is molding. Like we have to be careful what we call these things. We give these things a title or a term that's, that carries a stigma with it. And now our emotions are responding to the interpretation and that stigma versus going to the word of God and seeing what it's God called it so that our emotions about it can line up appropriately with what it truly is, not what we just interpret it to be. Man, I needed to remember that because I think there are so many times in this year that I thought things were just confusing, but God said, I led you to the waters and I was asleep. I'm clear about what this time is. The question is, are you? You know, it's so good that you say that Mm. because oftentimes I've called things confusing because I didn't understand the totality of it. I only understood a portion. So I said, I'm confused. I was like, you're not. Look at what you know and stop saying it's not enough. Then you won't be confused. Uh, It's a partnership, man. We're in partnership with God. If I'm running a zone defense, I know my zone and my position. God definitely knows his. There is no confusion if I just play my part and if I trust God to play his part. When I don't trust God, that's when I find myself in the most confusion. I want control. I want to know everything that he's doing, they're doing, I'm doing, the future's doing, the past is going to do about it, what the enemy's doing. I'm confused. But if I just learn and focus on the part that he's called me to play, I'm really not confused and I can trust him with the rest. 
We can trust him with the rest. Man, thank you so much for that. Well, in that case, going into this, right, our whole thing for this episode and these series of episodes, what are we looking for in 2023 that we need to perform at the level that God has called us to? What do we need so that we can do exactly and be exactly who God's called us to be for this new season, for this new space? Can you can you take a moment and share with the people why we chose to go the personal route that that we are them part? Can you share? Can you share yeah, that with man. them? Cause man, look, the, I, I'm so we're so thankful for season one, and I feel like for a lot of season one, that was the ethos of how we want to be and live. But there's still so much behind the scenes that we're still struggling with. Yeah, and we thought, you know what? Instead of coming from this place from the top of the mountain, let's just be mid mountain. Because that's exactly where we are. There's so much that I'm still trying to figure out. Donovan, I know there's so much stuff that you're still trying to figure out. This is why when we get together, a lot of the conversations are just like, man, let's just, let's just (laughs) talk. Man, that's the whole prayer. God, man. Amen. In Jesus' name. (laughs) In Jesus' name. But these vulnerable conversations that you and I have had offline, I mean, those are the things that help you and I become high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature. That's all we want to be because we know if we are able to steward this well, then our whole ability to stay aligned to God, we're able to reflect him into the world. And I think this is why, like, for my prayer for 2023, one of the things that I'm praying for, especially for this specific episode, for this first one, I'm going to tell you right now, it's clarity. Mm. That's the thing that I'm looking for in 2023. I don't know about you, Donovan. And, and, and I feel like there were so many times that I was just unclear about yeah. where I was going, how things were happening, my part in my job. There were times where, because there was so much fragmentation and that there was so much um, if I can say it this way, there was so much rustling the waters of my peace and soul mm-hmm. that it was hard for me to stay completely focused and connected. And I didn't think I had the clarity to understand what season am I in? Yeah, yeah. I'm happy you said it that way. Even understanding what season that you're in. I, let me tell you how much I just, I love... God, because he prepares us for moments like this. I promise you, I look at my old notes that I've been doing over the years and I, I, I found myself on a lesson about clarity. And I promise you guys in the audience and everybody listening, I did not know Kevin was going to choose this topic. But God still, a few weeks ago, led me to a lesson I did about clarity a while ago. And he said, in the lesson he, he, I had written based on what he showed me in study, that clarity comes from three things. There's clarity in charity. There's clarity in purity. And there's charity and maturity. And as soon as you said clarity, he brought yeah. that back up to my mind. There's clarity and charity. charity. There's clarity and purity. And there's charity and maturity. I'm literally said, writing this down right now as you're saying this. Because this is real life. You know, it's real life for you. It's been real life for me. He brought it back to my attention because I was struggling with a little bit of clarity. And oftentimes that purity component, removing the waste and unnecessary, that uh, charity moment, being generous and giving to others, even in that state of what we feel like is confusion, seeing, helping to see others gain clarity will help us get clarity. And then, of course, in maturity, it's in our discipline, our day-to-day walk. Are we adhering to the word we already been given by God? Those three things help us to find clarity in our now. 
Yo, let's let's dig deep into that because this is so helpful to me. Just like right now, as I'm talking about this, because this is literally my prayer right now. I've been talking to God, Lord, give me clarity so that I know when things feel unclear, I know You're taking care of it, and I can trust in at least that, and I can move because I'm mature yeah. enough to know that You're taking care of it. I know still how to move and act, or I know how to wait patiently. One yeah. thing you just said, maturity. I got a question about that. Because one thing that my coach just talked to me about, like a lot of the reason that this was coming up, I had a week <laughs> uh, 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 recently where it felt like I just couldn't do anything right. Mm. And he said, we, we've talked about this on the show. You know, I realized that I didn't take my sanctuary time as sacred. We've talked about this on the podcast. And if you yeah. want to go back and listen to an episode on the sanctuary time, how important that is, go back to season one. You'll hear it. What I think I made the- hey, Hold on, Kev, before you- No, go ahead. Before you go to the next step, just real quick, it's the place that you run to and hide to find that thing that's essential to you. Yeah. Be it peace, love, comfort, whatever it is. Just a quick insert of what the sanctuary is. In case you don't know, you probably already have one. That place you run to and hide for what you believe is essential for you. Peace, love, joy, etc. So proceed, That's, brother. No, exactly. It's the place where you, where you run to and hide, where you can be so focused and connected with God that it's your spiritual armor moving into the next season. And I think what happened was as I got into my busy season, Q4 is the crazy season for my band. We're doing a lot of Christmas music. We're doing albums. We're doing tours. We're doing lots of promo and press. And the, the issue that I realized I found was that because there were a lot of things that needed to get done, I thought that I needed to sacrifice an essential to be mm. able to focus on everything else that needed to get done. Hey, music video shoots need to happen later. Okay, well, we, you know, we're just going to have to go late. But for me, that 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. time when I am fully focused on, on connecting to God, if that sanctuary time isn't there, it seeps into everything else. Yeah. And he said, well, Kevin, what it sounds like you forgot is that you didn't keep what's sacred, sacred. Yeah. You forgot that that sanctuary time was sacred and you allowed the devil, if you will. Mm. And it's not that these things weren't good. It's just that are these God's best? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like that changed a lot of the way that I started to think about it. I realized in this season, this past season that I was in, I didn't say, wait, no matter what is going on, the world is going to vie for my time and they're going to tell me that this stuff that is needing to happen, the ASAPs that they're yeah. putting on my schedule is more important than the highest point of living, which yeah. is to connect to God. Yes, that's what I was going to. Yeah, it's the idea of urgent versus important. Right, urgent is yeah. bent on time is running out. Important is built on this is essential for me being who I am and doing what I've been called to do. Right, and oftentimes we we mistakenly prioritize urgent over important. But if you look at the Bible, the whole thing has been this way since Adam and Eve. God has been connecting with mankind. That's what He wanted. The connection. Did you know? And this is something that God checked me on. You could be so focused on ministry, so focused on ministry that you bypass and fall short in connection with God. 
you're so focused on putting a word out there or doing something great in a generation that you could overlook and fall short in the relationship department between you and God. The enemy came to break up connection between mankind and God. And so even if he has to come into your essential place and say, you know what's so important? That you produce this and put this out there to prove to God that you're his son, to prove to him that you're a good steward, to prove to him that you're a good manager. And you get so focused on, I'm a minister, I'm a minister, I'm a minister, that you forget that you're his son. And then that is the most important thing to him, to be connected to you. Not for you to go out in the world, do all these great things and all this great ministry to come back and show him. He said, I want to walk day-to-day life with you. I want to go to the restroom with you. I want to go through those places, those dark places you know you shouldn't be going to. I want to go with you there. Don't hide that from me. But a lot of times, you know what we do? We set aside sacred time for God, which is nothing wrong with it. But then we leave him in that sacred space and we go do our thing just to come back to that sacred space again. That's not the relationship he wants. He wants to walk it all out with you, even those embarrassing places. And so I just want to add that component in there to remember that you could be doing Christianity and miss relationship. You could be doing ministry and still miss relationship and connection. Oh man, that is so true. I think though, the thing for me with that though, is that if I don't have that time, then I am playing catch up, trying to bring God into the rest of the time and the, the essential time that I am fully connected was lost. So I don't want to play catch up anymore in 2023. I want to be completely clear about who I am, where God has called me to be and continue to move in spaces where he's called me to. What, what you said reminded me of this verse. I literally brought it up as you were speaking. Romans 12, 11, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Yeah. I don't want, I think this is the reason why clarity is so important, especially as like a musician. Like, think about this. If I'm not clear about the sound that I want to come out of my instrument, why I am playing this piece or why I am composing in this way. What's the context I am coming out of? If I haven't spent time with the Lord on that, then literally all I have is sheer noise. Doesn't matter if the sound kind of sounds beautiful. There's no intention behind it. And I want to know that even in this time that I can still be clear on that intention. That therefore, because of that, my zeal and fervor is contained. And if I don't, if I don't clearly make those times sacred to God, it's almost like it's lost. Mm. You know, the Bible says that God looks at the heart. So even while you're playing your instrument, he hears the music, but he also hears your heart. Mm. Yo, I need that. Your instrument can't drown out what is or is not in your heart. That's what he that's what he is for. It's not just the gift, it is the heart of the gifted as he's giving and sharing his gift. That's what God is listening to. That's what makes it sweet. That's what makes it pleasing unto him. That's what makes it a what do they call it? A sweet aroma, a fragrance of praise or or like um an acceptable offering. They go back to, um, what is it? The two brothers, um, Cain and Abel. Cain Mm. Cain and Abel. It wasn't so much the offering that they gave to God, but it was a heart and intention where it came from. He gave his first. It wasn't in the quality of the actual produce or the product. It was the heart that it was rooted in. Mm. That's what God approves of. Oh, man. So then I guess part of my prayer is that, Lord, 
keep my heart pure and connected to you because I have to believe the most spiritually productive, no, 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 not even most spiritually productive, the most productive thing I can do is spirit. Mm. Does that make sense when I say that? What I mean is that if I let the world come and tell me what is important, Mm. I'm chasing after things that's not the most productive thing, which is God. Isn't God the one, like you're saying, the one who has already laid out the path for you? Isn't God already the one who knew the troubles that were going to come? Isn't God the one that already knew that your heart may be, (laughs) may feel like it's in a state of trepidation because of everything that's going on? You think about Jehoshaphat. (laughs) The Amalekites were coming for him and it said, 2 Chronicles 20, and and Jehoshaphat feared. And he sought the Lord. Yeah. He had the clarity to know that I'm going to stay connected no matter how I feel. And we've talked about that in the past, but it's the clarity of mind that he had to do that. And I think part of my prayer then for this year is that, Lord, it doesn't matter what is going on. Staying connected to you will bring me the utmost clarity. Spending time with you and writing out those things that may, you know, in journaling, if you will, that's what's going to, to bring out more. There's something so beautiful about, at least for me, journaling. You can probably connect that to write the vision plain. So write mm-hmm. the vision and make it plain to yeah. some extent. But I need you so that I can move in 2023 every single day with fullness of joy, fullness and purpose fullness in my tenacity and my resilience, knowing that you have ordained the time that the season I am in is fully going to be articulated through your word. And it's going to be fully articulated through the bond I have in you. And I trust you. Mm. Yep. That's it. And I, and I trust you. And if we unpack and I that, trust you. what are we looking at the outcome? God, I trust you with the outcome. Because I know that subconsciously I do a lot of these things in hopes that I'll be able to provide for my family in hopes that it will help me to get more opportunities to share my gift. But I know ultimately all that's in your control. So I'm just going to do what you've called me to do and stay connected to you and then trust you. Trust you on your word. You said you will withhold no good thing from those who seek to walk uprightly. Amen. what I'm doing. And I trust you on your word. I trust you in your word. I know you're an intentional God in everything you do. And so this is only here to strengthen me and to show me as an opportunity who you are, that you will get the glory in every aspect. Yes. Amen to that. Amen. Once again, we love y'all. This was day one. We got day two coming. Well, we're asking each other, what are we praying for in 2023? Because I know y'all are praying for the same thing. What do you all want in 2023 that will benefit your lives? Love transforms you, purpose defines you, and impact activates you by faith. We'll talk to you in day two.